Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of football. So welcome to the United We Stand podcast. Um, we're on a Sunday and we're losing We're losing all sort of uh, perspective on, on what days are what and when's what. Belgrade away was Thursday. Norwich away is today Sunday. We've got Chelsea away on Wednesday. And then we're Bournemouth away on Saturday. So there's just a heck of a lot of travelling to do. Uh, Norwich isn't... <laughs> Norwich is a strange place to go to. Um, it seems to be it's in the middle of nowhere. It's a flat country. There's not a lot goes on there, and it's not known for a great deal of things. Um, obviously, Alan Partridge, Delia Smith, um, Anglian Home Improvements, and Bernard Matthew Turkeys, and that's it. We've had some good results there. Um, we've had some happy memories there, and one of them was obviously I think it was '94. Um, when we went one night and Cantona and Inns and Giggs and Chelsea, just we just destroyed them on the break and it was wonderful football. But my mind goes back further to a time in the 70s and it was a strange time in the 70s because it was when fans travelled away in huge, huge numbers. And whether it was um, most of the fans that were going away then and the teenagers and late teenagers uh, were banded as, as uh, hooligans. And uh, a couple of such hooligans are, are sat with me today, so I won't give out the names, um, Stephen Graham. But but, <laughs> but you were you were there on that fateful day in 1977 when when the United did 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 Norwich a favour by taking down their Barclays stand. What was that all about? Well, in them days, I was talking about yesterday. Each pub, what you went in, used to take a coach, so there was all your friends, and it it just seemed like in them days everybody went. And it wasn't about the football, it was about being with your friends and having a good time. But the good time wasn't a good time, it was about wrecking places and just smashing places up. It was just total violence. And it was just total violence. violence. And half the time you wasn't interested in the score, you just went because all your mates went. And it was just a big craze. But some of the scenes that day, overturned cars, throwing cars in the river... It was just, and then, and then, just the, and then, as they say, the roof actually came off, <laughs> and it then came off. Someone fell off the roof, though, didn't they? Yeah, someone, someone cut through the roof. Yeah, but I mean, you was under the stand or underneath, and you was dodging the roof coming off, and coming out after the game was just a, just an absolute mess. Because all you was doing is the police were the police them days, thinking of crap. They used to be the same as you. They wanted you there just to give you a good hiding, basically. And the police didn't care, and United fans didn't care, but it was the time. It was, it was just the times. You were travelling a lot by coach, but also yeah, numbers of um, trains weren't apart on the football specials yeah, time. Football specials. So how many, how many United fans would travel down at that, that, that time? Um, sometimes two and three football specials with 500 on each. Uh, nothing to eat, nothing to drink in the early years. And it was just get off and a free-for-all. And the only way you're there was to rob shops and just rob everywhere and just smash everything up and it just seemed the norm but it, it was like that for years Looking back at the photos and the pictures of that there's some very young faces there I mean the majority of people there weren't really old enough to go in a pub were they? 
there seems a lot of people didn't go in the pubs at the time. They'd leave from sometimes you'd go on a Friday night from your local pub on a coach and get there at six o'clock in the morning, and the only means to eat and everything was to rob places and just smash everywhere up. It just it was a, a time I'd never like to see come back. I wouldn't like my grandkids to see what I seen, but it was sometimes it was frightening, but. Adrenaline. Adrenaline. Adrenaline, bro. Absolute adrenaline. Okay. It was a buzz at the time, but it, it was ridiculous what you got up to, wasn't it? Yeah. Just, just as I'm talking to you, it's not making great sort of podcast, but we're just watching... What, what programme was this, brother? So on Nationwide, and, and I don't know if you can spot yourselves on that, uh, that's the United fans taking the stand down as we speak, so it's a Nationwide thing. Yeah, but... Trying to spot yourself, it's hard because we all had flares and uh, penny rounds and long hair. Fucking long hair, we was all the same. <laughs> we all looked the same. The majority of people there would be born probably around about 1960. So it came out of, of quite a lot of the, you know, the, the sort of 50s austerity, the, the sort of like Victorian father and mother type image that went during the 60s. Do you think that, that played a lot into it? The fact that there was a lot more freedoms in the 70s and all of a sudden you were allowed to grow your hair and, and you know, the late 60s had provided something different. Yeah, it was, because I always remember that I had long hair and everything and my grand said to me, she lived in a terraced house in Clayton, and she said to me, don't knock on the front door dressed like that, come round the back. <laughs> Which was very strange from your grandmother. <laughs> but it was strange. But it was just like we was let free and, and it was cheap to go to games and every. I can remember people getting on the coach at midnight and they'd wake up, they weren't even football fans, and they'd say, what am I doing here? But they went with the flow. They just went with the flow. It just... Well, I mean, that, that was just how it was them days, wasn't it? I mean, when you actually start weighing it all up, I think because we travelled in fast numbers... Well, um, how many thousands are we talking about? I, I, I reckon you must be talking... You've got to be talking to the 10,000 10, worth... I mean, not everyone... Well, when you say not everyone will get in, most people actually got in by hook or by crook, obviously. But some of these games, they wanted you there, but they didn't want you there because there were vast numbers we saw. West Bromwich Albion, we took 18,000, and before the game kicked off... Drunk and disorderly. They'd been what? 200? 200 arrests for drunk and disorderly and um, just general nuisances. But in them days, that's what it was like. Every single game was like that. Every single game. So what do you think stopped it? Because obviously the, the, the whole culture of, of football violence or football hooliganism or football hooliganism sort of morphed into organised sort of like lads organising themselves to fight with like for like lads and, and then sort of like it became the football casual era, didn't it? Where people yeah, it just, and it, the hooliganism it just, stopped, didn't it? It just fizzled out. I don't know why it did, but it just... I, I, well, I, I'm not sure whether the... Thing with the Liverpool at Hillsborough, whether that was uh, that was so long off after that. It was, it was after, but it was still happening then because it was still. I mean, because if you actually weigh up with that game, that's exactly where we've been in them situations where you, you were getting in by hook or by crook, and there was still the hooligan element about in them even then. And I just think that was a start of where it really started to calm down a lot, which. It wasn't a good thing for it to have happened, obviously. But I think that was the start of it. And I think from there on in, it's just gradually dwindled out more because people got a bit more... Um, 
civilised. Civilised, yeah. <laughs> Probably the right word. I think as you got older, you'd had more to lose. Banning order. I mean, I know at the time there was no banning orders because I think I was arrested four times, went to court, £20 fine, and then he was back the following week. I mean, going to Sheffield and getting fined £20 for a public order offence, and then he was back watching them the following week. So I, I don't know why he faded out. I genuinely don't know. It's just one of them things. Well, I think it's society. When it starts to, to move on, it starts to progress, didn't it? And as you say before, we did get a bit more civilised, but I mean, when you, when you actually weigh it up, we're still not treated as football fans, we're still not treated as normal human beings, even till this day, and that's that's still a fact. I went to watch rugby last week, or a fortnight ago, to watch Salford, and we were all drinking in our seats, and we were backwards and forwards getting our beer on, and I said to her, I was in case stand, and I said to this cop, this, I had seven bottles in my hand going back to me seat, and I said, this is unbelievable. I said, it doesn't happen when I'm watching United. He went, because you lot don't know how to behave yourselves. I mean, what tars us with that brush? Yeah, certainly, yeah. Yeah, that's what he actually said, that to me. Was, I mean, there was an element of that, wasn't there, in the 70s? You were caged up before, and you were stuck, you were cattle-roaded from, from the trains. You were made to stand for an hour, two hours at a time, just standing there. And, and, and there was all that, wasn't it? It became a battle of battle of wills. I mean, today, we're at Norwich. Completely different atmosphere, completely different game, completely different people sort of watching it, apart from us old old guys, but we've largely been replaced as a football sort of as a football cohort, haven't we, with, with a new breed of support and everything like that. Um, but different it's the reputation we had, and I've just a quick story, which I told you yesterday and today. Not long after that, I went on a lad's holiday to Rill, <laughs> and I met a girl from this in Norwich, and we started writing to each other, and then I invited her to Manchester, she was unsure about us anyway, and I invited her to Manchester, and I took her to the Piccadilly Club, and... She ate in Manchester, she thought it was like a wild west town and I've never seen her again after that. <laughs> to this day I wonder what she's doing. <laughs> Delia. Yeah, she did all right. She she did okay for herself. <laughs> Cheers, lads. Anyway, moving on swiftly. Um we uh, I'm just with Mark now, who uh, must be tired after your uh, trip this week to, to Belgrade, and you didn't go the simplest of ways. Which way did you go? Uh, we went um, Montenegro on, on to Belgrade, and then coming back, we went via Berlin and coming back. Um, well worth it, though, well worth it. The, yeah, you were uh, never going to go with Thomas Cook because you don't, you don't normally, don't. so you'd already planned that journey well before the uh, collapse. Yeah, Tomo had planned that ages ago. Um, so, you know, three days, probably what Thomas Cook do a, a day trip for, we've probably spent the same, I would have thought. Yeah? With spends, couldn't spend the money out there, to be honest. What, even in Belgrade? Oh, Belgrade was brilliant, yeah, yeah. The old, we stayed the old town, food, amazing. You know, if you're a vegetarian or anything like that, Belgrade's not the place for you. Yes, some of those. The, the, Seriously. That, that big. Um, the the sword. Feast. The sword. The sword with the meat feast, yes. Yeah, just unreal, you know. It was, it was unreal, but you would have enjoyed that. Your bowels won't in the future, but never mind. No. But, but Belgrade, great place, and, and uh, steeped in history, United history, really. Yeah, loads of history. Uh, we went up to the hotel um, where the. Uh, 
who they the team player. They put on sort of Marilia on the wall and yeah, different yeah. things like that. The uh, the ground was obviously the the ground where the team played as well. Yeah. Which it was a good atmosphere. It was hostile. Um, they were sort of we we were kept in for probably about an hour and twenty minutes after, but finding out later on, they're they're more interested in um, killing themselves. Um, in the ground is uh, there's three different sets of ultras. Oh right, yeah. So you had one where the where we were, just to the left of us, one directly opposite us, and then the ones behind the goals. I think in the last six months, they've had um, a dozen killings of their own their own fans, and that that was that was quite uh, weird. Um, some of the fans walked, tried walking to the ground. They got told uh, not to go down some streets because you wouldn't come back and different things like that. Um, Baz and some of the older lads, the police picked them up. I think there was about eight or nine of them walking from the Hilton or whatever. I think that's where United stayed, the actual team themselves. And um, they put them up against the wall, apparently. Um, and then they uh, all got put in the back of the van and they were uh, chauffeur-driven to the actual stadium because uh, they were advised not to walk and things like that. So, But in the old town, no trouble at all. No trouble. i never seen any trouble, to be honest. Um, and, and an away win? Well, yeah, if, if that's what you... Were you in a state to actually appreciate the match? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, although we'd had... You know, we'd probably had, what... Eight nine hours of food and beverage for maybe twenty pounds. I must have maybe maybe spent in eight hours on you know different drinks, cocktails, you name it. We we sort of had it, but I didn't think the atmosphere was very good in the United End, to be honest. No, it was Quite, full. It was. I mean, it was. A, it was considering there was no way of getting there through the club or through wherever else. To have that full end was an outstanding effort, as always. In terms of the match, uh, there were some positives. Um, Certainly, the young left back that we've got, Williams, Williams, is looking something. There was also a lot of of negatives in the fact that a one shot on target with a penalty. Going to Norwich today, are you hopeful that we'll we'll get some? I mean, because we're talking in the same sort of language now that uh, got Moyes sacked and that Ollie seems to be repeating. Um, You know, I'd like to think, you know, we can do well against these, but they're a good team. They're in the bottom three, aren't they? But when I seen the comment, what he said um, the day after the game about the Norwich away. I'm, I'm, I, he's not for me, Ollie. And I, you know, I want him to do well, obviously. You know, but I just believe he's um, personally. I just believe he's he's got his dream job, obviously, which we'd all accept. The style of play hasn't changed. There's, I don't. I can see what he's doing with the bringing the younger players in and all that, but. As far as I'm concerned, I think he's just Woodward's puppet, to be honest. Right, okay. Well, not bombshell. Um, uh, uh, Score forecast for him yourself, please. Well, Ollie said um, we're going to struggle, didn't he? Um, We'll be lucky, we'll have to put in an almighty performance. Do you reckon we'll get a 1 0 win? Do you think we'll. When was the last time we scored in open play? Oh, no, Liverpool, but probably previously to that. 
Well, I've got 3-1 on my score predictor. Any other scores for today then? Norwich away. Difficult game apparently. Although it shouldn't be. What do you think, Johnson? I think we'll win today. Yeah. Confident. 2-0. 2-0. No, I think they'll come on to us a bit. Yeah, 2-1, I reckon. United. Yeah. No. I reckon is fantastic. Yeah, well, you're, that's meat is murder, so I wouldn't go down that route. They, they, what they, score they, is it going to be today? One all. Not one all. So there you go. Not a lot of confidence for some nice stories there, but I think after the game we'll probably have to dissect this um, a lot, a lot more, uh, and in particular. The, is the tide turning against Ollie a little bit even with a match going fans just because of these comments um, we'll probably have a look at that in a bit and certainly after we know the score from today The 90 minutes is up, plus six, plus whatever there was at half-time for the delays with VAR. And uh, Manchester United have watched the one-and-away game in the Premier League. First time this season, I think it is. Um, lots of positives today. Uh, name one. Uh, we got three goals. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the three goals, though, don't you think the setup was completely different to normal? Don't you think that we actually did things a lot better? Yeah, it, Rashford looked good. He was a lot... Livelier, 
Um, created chances, some dodgy moments, but it was good. Yeah, the VAR is a sort of strange thing, isn't it? Because it holds up all the play. And yet, I suppose, the first, the f- and no one thought it was a penalty. Uh, no, uh, it takes a lot of time, and uh, I, think it's, I, don't, I don't think it's very good. But... Spoils it, doesn't it, a little bit? But, but yeah. like you say, a lot of positives. Four players up front, is, um, and it looks like playing 4 2 4, even though, strictly speaking, it wouldn't be doing. But don't you think that's the only way United are actually going to win games these days? We actually had more shots on target, I think, this game than we have in nine, is it in uh, the entire of October? Yeah. Create a lot more chances with four up top. Yeah, we definitely do. We definitely do. So we're, we're um, p- pleased with this sort of result. Um, so what was all that about at the end with that um, that, that ponytailed player coming over to the United bit? Have we given him an undue amount of stick? Ponytail? Yeah, he's got a little bit of a ponytail, hasn't he? That, that guy that ran over at the end and started waving and shaking his fist when he scored. Well, he, he was giving the bees, weren't he? Yeah, but why? Is he an ex-Scouse player? Is he that? Is he their ex-Scouse player or something? I think he's an ex-Scouse um, trainee or something. All right, nobody knew who on earth he was no, I didn't anyway. Know who he was anyway. Are you pleased with that result? I thought. I thought the. I thought the actual performance was was very good, and we looked a better shape. I thought Pereira played in his right position. Thought Fred had a good game. McTominay had a good game, apart from giving the ball away. He gave the ball away, but when a young lad comes on, like Gardner, he's found space. Why do they not always pass it to him? He, he, you know, McTominay is a young kid. He should be passing to, and that goal would never have happened. But. I thought we set up really good, to be honest. Yeah, it's all of them, fun. all of them. Defence, everything was, uh, yeah, good performance. It was only against Norwich City, though. How bad are Norwich? That that was that would be my only question. Although you could say Norwich beat City, yeah, three two, yeah, you're right. We Leicester beat Southampton nine nil. We beat Leicester. Are we in a false position? Have we moved up to seventh? Oh. Fuck City. <laughs> I think we've moved up to seventh, haven't we? We've gone from relegation up to seventh. Yeah. Title charge. Title charge is on. We've probably gone for it a bit early. How how the hell did they beat City? Um, They were utterly. Possibly VAR, wasn't it? What are we going to do about penalties? Uh, De Gea's have taken. (laughs) He can't be worse. No, it can't be much worse. Isn't, right. isn't the rule on penalties that the goalkeeper has got to be on the line with well, yeah, he wasn't there one foot? I think we were embarrassed to be given a penalty for that yeah, first four, one. Though. Four lines. What would this referee do? <coughs> let this linesman do it? Well, what, do, we wouldn't want us to take another one, would you? They don't miss anybody. It doesn't make any difference. <laughs> well, I, would like, I just don't think if you're four, lines off, four yards off your line, yeah. what's that the linesman doing? The first one wasn't a penalty, though, so we can't the really amb- the play. They, 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 they play well today, though, didn't they? It's the best they've played all season. Well, we moved the ball forward quicker, didn't yeah. we? We give the ball away far too much, though, don't I, we? I think Martial Fuck be, City! I think Martial being back helped them a lot in terms of keeping the ball up front. Didn't give it away as much as Rashford can. Yeah. Uh, his interplay is a lot better than anyone else who plays well, up front. Well, you come out of there and just turn left. Do you we're think all, we're all here we've found... Or Ali's found a formation, though, that 
we've seen he's wanted to try and play almost four got? attackers. Sort of Pereira as that fourth attacker just behind. Yeah. And then he went and changed yeah. that and well, put Pereira, who's very sedentary we're on the right wing. But today, having Martial back and having Rashford to be able to switch, we were able to use James' pace. And James had another yeah. great game, didn't he? Yeah, James played well. I, I think uh, Pereira has to play there. If he's going to play, I'm not sure. He's definitely, he's definitely not a winger, but he played, I think he played well today. I think he played well against Liverpool as well. Yeah, he's, he's going to play. He's got to play behind, behind, behind the striker. But the formation seemed it looked a lot more balanced, didn't they, when they were going forward today? They yeah. actually looked like they might score at goal. Uh, don't know how, how much to do with that with them that was, but you can only beat you your place, to be fair, can't you? I'm not going to carry away, but I genuinely think we can win the league this year now. VAR team to be spoiling it. I mean, none of us. I'm talking to some Norwich City fans as we're walking now towards the car park. There was never a penalty in a million years. So why would VAR overturn the referee's decision? Who clearly saw that there was no foul and therefore we shouldn't have got we missed it, but there was no foul. I couldn't really comment because I was at the end of the other end of the game, other the pitch. However, someone has said as he said to the referee there was a coming together or a foul somewhere for him to check VAR, which is the dis- disappointing thing about it, because the ref didn't give the penalty. No. As they are give the penalty. Yeah. But the, for everyone in the ground, including you Manchester United sports, didn't think that was a penalty. There was no penalty to be had. But VAR obviously had a look at it and, and see a Coming together of some sort. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's making a nonsense. One of the only added, I think it was, what was it, three minutes at half time? Yeah. yeah, two of those decisions had taken an age. We've got to turn that now. Yeah, we're going to take. Um, in terms of uh, Manchester United beat you today, um, that was our, one of our better performances. Yeah. How on earth did he manage to beat Manchester City and then sort of lose towards us comfortably at times as you did? Uh, before the game against Manchester City, there's a complete buzz around the ground, sun was shining, everything was up for it. Today, didn't, didn't seem to have that buzz. We obviously were lacking on centre-halves. We've had another midfield player play at centre-half today. He's gone off, what, kind of injured. So we, we knew we were struggling before we come into the game. But when we were at Man City, we knew we kind of were at our full strength. Yeah. You've had a tough sort of, like, uh, first, quarter of the se- first quarter of the season here yeah. in the Premiership. Are you confident you can turn it around, though? Uh, no. Are you not? No, I think uh, with the amount of injuries we've got, we're not going to buy anyone in January. If we do, that's not going to make a real difference to us. I think today, with the injuries we have, I think that's it. Early doors, I know, but I can't see us pulling so many points back. Right, well, thanks for your honesty and uh, enjoy the rest of the season and uh, I hope it goes well for you. Thank you. I didn't take long, we're now back at the coach. It's a bit of a walk. on a £24.50 parking fee, but never mind. Um, and as, as uh, refreshments are being loaded, they seem to have spilt, then better not be on my seat. Anyway, you enjoyed that much more than we've enjoyed latter away games? I thought it was the best we've played all season, to be honest. I think even better than we've played against Chelsea, because I thought we created loads of chances today. And, you know, another day, you probably score six or seven, don't you? Take your penalties and that. But I thought, yeah, loads of positives. I thought the... Uh, they look better when they've got Rashford and Martial up front together. The movement, we kind of move off each other, don't they? Um, I thought Wan-Bissaka was really good at full-back. Um, Tom and I had a good game until he gave away the goal. Uh, Fred was decent. Uh, I thought everyone played well, to be honest. But good result. When you get a result like that, you look at positives. So you can say, Fred had a good game today because he broke up all the play. He did really, really well. If we hadn't won that game, you'd have looked at Fred's 
passing of the ball and gone, it is shocking. And McTominay, the same. It's easy, isn't it, when we come out of a game like this that we've won comfortably, and we did win it fairly comfortably, to look at all the positives and not the negatives. There is still a long way from being top four or six, aren't we? Of course we are, yeah. And a lot of the players just aren't of the required quality. But I thought today they all put an absolute shift in. They were positive in what they were trying to do. The the first thought today was to go forward, to make runs, to create space, to have some shots. In the first 20 minutes we had three shots, which was more than we had in the last three games. So I think... Yeah, I mean, you can always pull in it, can't you? But, Jesus, let's just enjoy it while we've had a good win. So, on the reverse, when we had poor results, we've only looked at the negatives. Haven't we seen today part of what Ollie's tried to do for a long time, which is move that ball forward quickly, have almost three or four up front attacking at all times? Um, OK, we've not had shots, but he's always tried to be positive. Liverpool was um, a case in point, whereas the only really the last ten minutes where we lost our way a little bit because we didn't have an outlet... We've looked at all the negatives from all the games we've lost. It's actually nothing changed really today. We've we've got we've got a plan, and he's trying to um, he's trying to make sure that we play to it every single time in the same way. Well, I thought I thought they played a lot more like they did in his first ten or twelve games today, and I think they've not they've not been playing with that intensity and that press and the mo- the movement hasn't been there. They played a lot better against Liverpool, you're right, and I think they had to for that game. Um, but I thought today they, they had options on the ball. And yeah, they were playing against a poor team, fair enough, but we've played against a lot of poor teams and not played as well as we've done today. So I think, you know, they're a long way from being a good team, of course they are, but you you know, you play against who you play against. They could have easily won five, six today. Easily. And um, I thought, yeah, it's a step in the right direction, you know, it gives them a bit of confidence going into a tough game on Wednesday night in the cup. And hopefully they'll, they'll attack because, you know, Chelsea look all right going forward, but they're poor at the back. And I think you've just got to run at them. And, you know, if you've got Martial, Rashford, James creating space and, you know, making moves, then it gives you a chance, doesn't it? But it's all down to the quality at the end of the day. Yes. Cheers. So, Jay, long time coming. Long time coming. Away, 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 away win domestically. Domestic away win. Yeah. So, thoughts? Thoughts? I thought we played quite well. To be fair, I didn't think we was up against much, but I thought we played quite well. No, they beat City. No, and they might have beat City. Different, different game, different, different atmosphere. But the only disappointing thing: two penalties. I knew we was going to miss at least one of them. We missed both of them. Yeah, Tim Crow looked like he was on drugs. Obviously, he wasn't. If any solicitors are listening, but he did. Um, he was very, very fired up, wasn't he? Well, if you can't get fired up against game man, against Man United, yeah, but, but you, with that you, penalty, he was running around. He was trying to get the crowd going. He was spraying himself in the face. He was. He was. Um, what you do the same, not? Um, probably not. No, I'd be. I'm a lot more composure here, Jay. A lot more composure. I, I thought, to be fair, I thought we played pretty well today. I thought, you know, a lot of United fans don't give Fred a lot of credit, but I thought last week he was. I thought he had a good game last week. I thought he. He, he run in between the lines last week and United fans don't give him credit for that they, they look as you know I said that to Rick a minute ago when we lose we look at all the negatives when we win we look at the positives and you can look at Fred today and say that was a really good game but he's short passing after he wins the ball he's poor whereas when we lose we go oh his passing's terrible and we forget that he breaks up so much of the play it, it's, it's poor but when, when you've got a player like that who run in between the lines like he did last week against Liverpool and he did it again today he creates so much space for somebody else and I thought Matt Tomney was fantastic again 
I've really got to say Matt Tomlin had a great game. He did today. a fantastic game until he gave the ball away, but that didn't, you know, it doesn't take away much you, from the game. You're three 0 up and he gives the ball away and it's three one. You, you'd take that every week. So what was that all around with that? That guy who came and gave us loads of V's and stuck his middle finger up and started acting a clown in front of us. Who is he? He's somebody that plays for Norwich. Isn't he? Did he play at Liverpool? Something that was the school of thought, but we're not sure what we're that not, was. We're not sure what it is, but we've got to take the positives today. 3-1 win. It should have been 6-1. Shouldn't yeah. it? It should have been. Net, net. If they don't go down, I'd be shocked. And yeah. how they beat City, I don't know. But we've got to take the positives out of it. It's a long trip. It's two, you know, a long trip Thursday. Obviously not quite as long, but domestically quite a trek today. And two more long treks. It's going to take it out of this team, isn't it, before we return to Old Trafford. We got a chance on uh, Chelsea on Wednesday? We've always got a chance, mate. Always got a chance. Depends, it depends on the side he picks, isn't it? I mean, like, you know, we, we pin his hopes on Green, Greenwood sometimes. He's 17. He come on today and the first thing yeah. he did was give the ball away. Yeah. But, you know, you know when he's in front of goal, he knows where it is. Yeah. Definitely. Right, Woody. Yeah. VAR, talk me through it today. Fuck's sake. Well, if it's not clear and obvious, just fucking let the game go. I know we get, we got two penalties out of it, but if it takes you six, seven, something, it took about 15 seconds. It takes you that long to have a look at something. It's not clear and obvious, is it? It took even longer, though, didn't it? That, that first one. That first one, we were laughing at. We were going, there's no way a penalty, what on earth yeah. would he playing it? Then he gave it. It can't be clear and obvious, that, surely. No. It, Something's clear and obvious, you know in two or three seconds, don't you? Well, you know if the players so not let the game go on. The thing is, in slow motion, you can see a different situation, can't you, because of the fact it's slow motion. If I touch you in slow motion and you throw yourself down, it looks like I've hit you hard. If I just touch you like that and you've not moved, and I think VAR was going to cause a lot of trouble because that wasn't a close game today. No, I know we got two, two penalties out of it. Uh, but I'm R5, it's not clear and obvious, just move, let the game go on. We, we might not as well have got two points. Well, no, the R4 penalties. I mean, just put your foot through it and make sure it goes in the back of the net yeah. like an Harry Kane or a. Three now. You know, a decent striker would have two poor penalties, tap, tappy penalties. They were. Right, just go back to something. I was away, um, I was on a stag do a few weeks ago, and there was six or seven of us stood there in a, and, and having a chat, and we were talking about, we were talking about Brexit and half. Half had voted to leave and half had voted to stay. And we had a really good, very sensible conversation between us all. Didn't fall out because we were mates, but we, we could have that conversation. Are you thinking now with Solskjaer that we can all talk about Solskjaer? Because me and you had, a, had quite a chat, didn't we, in the last game about. Uh, yeah, coming back from Newcastle about the whole um, situation with the Glazers and, and Ollie and stuff like that. Yeah, and that floated I've, onto Twitter a little bit, didn't it? It floated onto Twitter a lot. And then in terms of the polar positions that mates can talk about it and talk about Ollie in different ways and see each other's point of view, are we thinking now, though, that up until this win today, the tide was turning a little bit around Ollie and his tenure at United? Definitely, it's definitely sections of the support turning. Uh, I don't think a 3-1 win away at Norwich, a team that didn't really offer much, they're going down probably I don't think that's going to play well, a lot of people now are starting to go against him you can see it fractions in the support I'm all for supporting him I, I sit there and ask myself is he doing anything I wouldn't do the plays he got rid of 
I wouldn't have kept any of them. The players he brought in were three good signings. We've got to give him time now. He needs yeah. more than one transfer window to, to weed out some of these shithouses in that team. And they are that. The shirt the duties. I'm all for sticking with him, me and giving him time. I mean, right, my, my we're seventh now after three points today. We've got yeah, two. Oh, really? Yeah, we've got Someone two. Said that before, didn't you know what I mean? Four, point, four points off fifth place. We've got two winnable games now in Bournemouth and Brighton at home. Yeah. So you'd, you'd expect six points from that. So yeah. that's going to slingshot you there in possibly just outside the top four if we win them both. So, you know, the, the league's very close. If one defeat sends you halfway down it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. My worry was... Solskjaer's press conference about this game today was it just a slip of the tongue about we will try our best to beat Norwich because if Moyes had said it you know, wasn't, you know, you know it was he was a, hung during the court very, for Newcastle home yeah it was a very Moyes-esque comment on it yeah. uh, I don't know whether he meant it or he just, he's put his foot right in it but I don't think he can win there because Mourinho come out and was brutally honest in press conferences yeah. said it how it was called a spade a spade you know he <laughs> But Solskjaer has come out and he's defending the team and he can't win. He's got sections of the port support saying he can't say that. He's supporting the players. But when Mourinho come out and he wanted, he, he was brutally honest, people went, you can't be saying that, you've got to support your players. So he can't win. No. I don't think he said... It wasn't a bad comment, but you know, I can see what he's getting at. We will have to be our best to win because I expected a lot more from Norwich tonight. The crowd was poor. They only started singing in the 90th minute. Yeah, well, I was talking to a Norwich fan walking back here and he said that their crowd didn't seem up for it today, which was strange because Manchester United said are a far bigger club than City. They're stating in for the obvious. Especially the way that said, but we were more up for City. Yeah. Especially the way the form the City was expecting a lot more. Um, but, you know, I never foresee us going 3 0 up tonight, so. That's a, something to build on again now the last two results a good draw against probably the best team in England uh, an away win away at parties on Belgrade so the monkey's off your back there and now you've just got your first Premier League away win since I think Crystal Palace last season but, but in a manner that we were pleased about we had yeah, shots 11 shots on target yeah. controlled the game they never looked like coming into the game at all you know, when them two penalties were missed, I was stood at our time thinking they get a goal in the first 15 yeah. minutes, second half, the crowd's whipped up. Yeah. You know, it should have been over at our time. But it was a nice response to the missed penalty. Rashford's touch and finish for that, for that second goal. Much like his goal against yeah. Chelsea earlier on in the season. Yeah. Great first touch, killed it, put it in his path, and he finished it. Great finish, actually. So, so, so the positives today, obviously, not not only the win, the fact that we're moving up, and the fact that it gives Ollie a lot more time. I don't think that his place, I don't think that his management is in any. Um, I don't think they're even thinking about changing him. No, I just, no. You know, you got your your people on Twitter who want him out. We probably don't even go to a game. The people to talk to are the people that come this bus every week and travel the length and width for the country to support him. Yeah, they're the ones whose opinions matter more than some of these balloons on Twitter who want him out after. You know, it has been a bad start to the season. There's no dressing it up, but we've, hopefully we've turned the corner now with that Liverpool game and today, and we can start to crack on now because I thought Fred had his best game for United today uh, Matt Tomine would be the first name on the team sheet for me every week, right now so. Yeah, he's coming along, Marino saw something in him, didn't he? Well yeah, we all we all laughed and joked when he singled him out at that players dinner uh, now, you know, he was obviously right, wasn't he? Yeah, he certainly was Right, well, we're leaving Norwich now. Uh, very slow traffic. We won't be back on probably till about 1am in the morning. Um, apart from the positive that uh, United leave with three points, Norwich have still got all their stands, still stood, untouched, and not needing any more building work.